Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Failing Forward, the Profitable Urban Farming Podcast. We're on week 24. It's week 24, right? That's crazy. Yeah. It's definitely crazy. Um, anyways, I'm one of your hosts. I'm the owner and operator of Capital City Gardens. My name is Drew Sample. And my co-host... You may know him because he's not just famous, he's infamous, which is a great Three Amigos throwback quote. Anyways, uh, he's the owner and operator of Flavorful Farms. He has uh, was just recently on Permaculture Voices last week. You can find him. The episode is actually in last week's show notes. It's going to be in this week's show notes as well. Um, Mr. Scott Hebert of Flavorful Farms. How are you doing today, sir? Um, I got into the wine last night and, uh, did you watch the fights last night? No, I had like a charity dinner thing where they used, um, Oh, that was last night. Shit. Yeah. And so they used like some of my greens and some of my microgreens. Yeah. Um, it's like this girl that I actually went to like elementary school with. We just like grew up in the same area, but, um, she was, um, She's been buying like microgreens and stuff off me because she has like a small catering thing. It's cool. And then, um, yeah, it was like it was a really expensive dinner. It was like hundred fifty dollar tickets, two hundred two hundred people, um, and it was it was really good, man. All the food was local, and like it was just like there was probably like um, probably thirty different like businesses that kind of all came together and donated stuff or donated time or you know what I mean to like make it happen. Absolutely. And it was just like a local, it was like a local food, local community. And then all the proceeds went to um, this Bowls of Hope thing where they make soup for um, kids. They feed like, I think they feed like 650 kids a day. Wow. Give them lunches. Or yeah, it was that it or something like that. Yeah. I'm not quite sure about the numbers, but yeah, man, it was pretty crazy. So that was neat. It was right down the road from my house, like literally five houses down the road. So that was good. But I've been eating really healthy, right? Yeah. So we got wine with dinner and I haven't been drinking or anything. And like, uh, yeah, man, I just feel the sugar from the wine today. Like I don't really feel hungover. I just feel like sugar hungover. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just sitting here pouty. It's a different, it's a different feeling, man. It's like you, uh, you re like that's part of why I'm not going to be, I'm actually going to, I'm going to try to record with Tom tonight. Um, because I want to do like this, because he's doing his weight loss thing, and I thought it'd be cool to help him get some content. And I'll be like, "Yeah, dude, we could do a, a you know like a thirty minute podcast about weight loss and our goals and our progress is what we're struggling with." Not like similar to us, um, but just because I need weight loss, and uh, well, I'd like to lose weight. I don't need it, but uh, so I'm going to do this thing called Whole Thirty, and it's like a paleo style diet, and you just cut sugar out pretty much. So. Hmm. Um, I'm th- like th- you're supposed to remove honey and everything, mm-hmm. um, and you pretty much only use like bejeweled dates for your sugar. Like if you're if you have a recipe like there, that, there's recipes where I can make my own ketchup and you use oh, bejeweled yeah. dates. Huh. Um, and like and I don't know, I like cooking, man. It makes me when I'm like organized in the kitchen and I'm eating regularly. Um, that helps me out a lot, man. Like I uh, I had a good week of of eating last week. Uh, I worked out, did DDP yoga. I did a workout when I was using that plow fucking yesterday on that, that, uh, that ground blaster attachment on that BCS. Mm -hmm. Dude, I was using the BCS and that attachment 
And I'm a pretty big dude. Like I'm, you know, s- s- close to six three, about two hundred eighty pounds. And I'm not like a weakling. And man, I don't know. Like I'm like, dude, how does JM Scott and Curtis use this BCS? Like it is so. It's like it's fucking. It's it's a monster. Well, Drew, I'll tell you what. I'm really fucking strong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we got Joel's. Uh, so we got Joel's spot pretty much all ground blasted, and then um, yeah, that's cool. What kind of attachment was on it? The ground blaster. It's like I don't a, know what that it's is. Like a auger. It's like a rotary plow. Oh yeah, man, that thing just tore up that grass, dude. Yeah, so it's pretty much just getting everything turned over, and then he's gonna go through until. So we're gonna get that spot. We're gonna get his spot ready. We're gonna try to get his chickens over there. Um. And that's why we went to uh, went to Greg Burns today, mainly just to to network. Man, Joel hadn't met Greg yet, and he hasn't met Rob yet, and I've, and now he's like, now his life isn't as chaotic. He's got his, you know, his house figured out. You know, he's you know. So we took him, me, him, and his his daughter went to uh, Greg's, and I got to see Greg's farm. I didn't get to see that last week. And dude, I got so much respect for Greg Burns. That dude, that dude works all the time and gets after it. And I kind of felt like a bitch because I complained. Like, yeah, it's so busy. It's like, dude, Greg's on the road. And, like, you know, and his stuff, like, dude, his pigs are, his pig system is down. Like, the way his birds are done, like, a lot of stuff's done really ethically. And he's figuring out, like, his, his, like, uh, his sweet spot to do that part time. And, uh, so that's, that was pretty cool. And we looked at how he did his chicken tractors because there's, like, so many grubs and, um, I found a ton of like uh uh what's what are those things called the freaking uh uh root maggots they're all oh, yeah. over that ground and and there's all these crickets too so it's like man we'll just get the chickens out there and let the chickens shit in everything and eat all that stuff and so uh so that's the plan we got to get his chickens over there and then we're going to go and get Cody's going um you and I had a good talk after the podcast last week cuz I was getting I don't know. I was I was kind of trolling you, and you were getting pissed at me because you're like you're not taking this as serious as you could. And I thought about it, and I listened to the podcast, and I thought I was pretty funny, and I was trolling you and kind of pissing you off. Well, yeah, it, it but, was. It is funny that like like obviously you're not going to make a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, but I just think that. Like, what's your actual goal now? 60, 50? What was it? So, yeah, so I was, I was taking a look. So, um, cause you've been oh. getting, you've been getting, yeah, what was the, what was the number course. though? Uh, well, I, I said I wanted to clear, like, I wanted to, to, so basically, like, it's, it's pretty much 60. Okay. But, like, uh, the amount of, it's just gonna, like, for planning shit out, it's gonna take, like, the amount of work that you think is gonna take to make $60,000 next year, it's gonna take that, much amount of work but you're only going to make thirty thousand dollars yeah that's that's what i i mean that's what i figured out i was doing the planning tool and i did i did a bunch of the course this week like just stuff that i didn't do or look at yet um with planning and so because it's like i i want to make sure when i make this transition i have as many sales lined up so i went to my normal restaurant and i talked to them uh i talked to the new well He's always been there, but he's actually, you know, he's just kind of taking care of the kitchen now. He's like, yeah, man, pretty much plan on we can take 40 pounds a week. And I need to get with the owner and talk to him about how much he thinks he could take at his other restaurants, my friend Jay. But he's just so busy. 
And then I had that uh, appointment yesterday at um, that Cameron Mitchell restaurant, which is like, I think the dude, like he, he's like a big restaurant tour and he sold off like a fraction of his restaurants, made like 120 million. Like it's a pretty big deal um, in Columbus and just in the city, like this, this restaurant chain. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, cause I think it's like $35 a plate at this spot and, I brought up my microgreens, man, and I'm gonna be honest, my sunflower shoots got a little too it was like I was it was I should have cut them like a day before. Mm-hmm. Um because they were started to get the extra leaves to grow, so I had to like pick all the extra leaves off. And man, these chefs still loved them. And they're like, these are so good. And they loved the uh I do the China Rose radish. They loved them. They loved everything. They said, Good job, like you do great work. And I was like, well, do you guys want to see my farm and pictures? They're like, yeah. And they got all excited. And mm-hmm. I showed them like my small plot of land. And, um, but they said, I mean, it, that's, that looks like a really promising thing. They said they'd also do salad mix because they'd rather buy from me than their distributor. And, um, and they're going to hit me up. They, they asked if I could do beet greens. I'm like, man, I'm really struggling with flea beetles right now. But then she's like, you know, I could just substitute these radish shoots for beet with, for the beet greens. So, I don't know, man. So, we, I mean, you and I talked about uh, during the week, you know, I should really, it was actually that Saturday before, just start focusing on my microgreens and um, trying to get, and so that's what I've been doing. And uh, so, yeah, so I got another restaurant customer. I gave him a bunch of, sam- like I gave him a ton of samples. And uh, so, and I just told him it takes 10 days to grow, so. If you know you're going to need a certain amount, just give me some notice so I can, because if they're doing a pound or two pounds, they're not really sure yet, but they're going to, I'm going to talk to them later on in the week. Um, I'm going to send them an email tomorrow. And um, so, yeah, dude, I mean, it was, it was a pretty good productive week, um, just business wise, going to the course, uh, you know, I, I got to turn some beds over. I got to figure out what I'm doing with my backyard because I don't, I don't, I mean, from the looks of things, I'm probably not going to be here next year. Mm-hmm. So, I but I, I feel like in case things do, let's say things fall out with um, Cody, I really should. I don't think they will. But I should. I I kind of still ha- am having it going just as a backup plan. Um. So I mean, so that was pretty much it, man. I mean, it was a good week. Um. You know, I got pretty disciplined and and everything like that. So and I just got to keep going. Yeah, no, for sure, man. I, I, for sure. Like, I think it's, uh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I like to goof around and everything. And I think, like, sometimes, I think you're, you're right because I think I don't want people to think that, like, I'm just a big goof. I'm really not. I mean, I am a big goof. But it's, I mean, I want, pe- I mean, if we're really doing this to help people, I should really say, okay, so I'm going to try to do this full time next year. And this is my goal. And so, but I mean, I scaled down. I mean, I barely spent any money last week, man. I mean, like, I'm really just trying to scale back because, like, I'm going to take a huge pay cut um, from leaving my job. So, that yeah, man, are you going to get another job? Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. So, I'm thinking, I was thinking, like, a bartender would be a good gig because it's cash, um, and you claim like a really low wage. So I can get my student loan payments way down since they're so high right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, it, you know, you get cash and I feel like working those shifts. So 
I talked to my my buddy who's a bartender. He said I should just try to go work at um there's this there's this place called Promo West um or it's Lifestyles or something stupid now. But they have all these concerts come through because I don't I'm not a mixologist, so all I do is pour beer and shots. Mm-hmm. And that sounds pretty easy, but I don't know, man. I don't know if I really want to be in that scene. I've been thinking a lot about uh, my lifestyle and I mean, just just through other things. Like I was starting, like I started seeing this girl, and I was going out. She was a bartender. I was going out visit her a lot, and then like it kind of just abruptly ended. And then I just thought of a lot of things, man, because it's like, man, like I was. It's probably good because it would have been easy to fall back into bad habits. Um, you know, just different things. Like, I did meet this restaurant from hanging out with her. Like, mm-hmm. going to see her is how I actually met the dude from the restaurant. But, I mean, dude, I've, I, there's still ways that I can go out and meet people and get connected. And, and you know, so I... I think, I don't know, I, I still got to figure that out. Like, I'm trying to think if I'm doing a part-time gig, maybe I should just become like an Amazon now delivery guy. Yeah, yeah because there's the Prime Now, and then and now we also have like Uber's delivering food now too, but Uber wouldn't, I don't, because I have that uh, physical control on my driving record, they wouldn't allow me to be a contractor. So, um, there's. I mean, I'm still figuring that out. My This guy, he said, I mean... He, he, this guy knows that I could work for his company and he could pay me a certain amount, but say, but only report that he was paying me another amount. I was like, well, that's good to know for the future. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so, but he, cause he's like, he, he knew me when I first became unemployed before I started the podcast and everything. And I, he sees like what I've done with my life since mm-hmm. and he thinks it's really cool. So he's, he's super supportive, man. Um, cool. yeah, I mean, like I feel, I feel pretty blessed. Like I have a good support system. I have good friends. I have good social capital. Um, and I'm really grateful, man. We got cool listeners to the show. People are always messaging me and giving me like good feedback or, Hey, we heard, we heard this. You should talk to your accountant about it. See if that works in your state too. I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, thanks. So, um, you know, man, it's, it's, I feel I feel pretty good and uh and I just you know I feel grateful to have you man like I, I know I goof around a lot and I was kind of pissing you off so I, f- I figured I'd take this time to to say thank you Scott for always getting in my shit because it's, <laughs> because it's like man like I need that and you know I need that because it's like it's not I just you're just of, not doing the, you're just not doing the work and like you think you are you think you're doing stuff but you're not doing the important stuff. No, you're right. Right? You got to fucking yeah. do the course. Because then, like, even, like, yeah. there was a lot of times where we'd be going over stuff, and I'm just like, it's in the fucking course, man. Yeah. Like, it's in the course. And you're like, how do you know all this stuff? I'm like, it's in the fucking course. Like, it's kind of funny, man. Everybody's like, how are you doing this? Like, like moving so fast and stuff on some of this stuff. But I did the fucking work. Like, I went through it, and I watched every fucking video, and I went through, and I listened to every single Urban Farmer podcast, like, yeah. three or four times, and I read JM's book, and I watched the Mark Gardner Toolkit. You know what I mean? It's not a fucking fluke. It's work. It's, uh, it's, it's the work that I put in. Yeah. And it's just like, boom, boom, boom. Good choices, good choices, good choices, building on top of each other, right? And, like... um that's fine if you don't want to move as fast or whatever, but you still got to put in that fucking work, right? Yeah. But then, like, even when, even then, 
when I have to explain something to you, it's a waste of time because like we could be talking about we could be talking about like different strategies and how to attack like the selling and stuff, right? But you're still trying to figure out the production stuff, but all the information's already there for you to know how to do the production yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you. I mean, I'll tell you some straight up shit I'm doing right now with the selling. I mean, why it's gonna why like whenever I get an order, it's it quickly becomes big, and it's it's really just. I think a lot of it has to do with the market. Like our markets are totally different. Like your market is, it's sound from the sound of things, it's kind of saturated. So you really have to fucking hustle. And mine mm-hmm. is not. Like mine is wide open. It's a foodie. Foodie culture is just. I mean, I'm in the Midwest. So foodie culture is just hitting here. People want locally sourced stuff because the the major production sucks. I mean, you can get better quality, but even like, uh, so, but I mean, so one thing now, because I am have limited time and I do have a good market is I'm talking to the chefs who already like me. Like they always goof around whenever I'm, I eat at the restaurants. Like I, I got to go to this, this place now and eat $35 a plate. Because it's, I don't know, I want to know that restaurant. Like, I want to know how my food's going to be served so I can put that in my brain and then think, oh, well, they might like this vegetable too. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, so I'm just straight up saying, like, hey, man, like, I know you guys don't. I asked him because they were kind of buying microgreens. And I said, hey, man, you know, do you really want microgreens? He's like, no, man, mainly just carrots and salad mix. And then I said, like, other greens. I'm like, well, I do these. He's like, I'd probably take arugula and spinach. Um, so, I mean, that's more way that I can add weight. Uh, but, you know, but anyways, so I just said, well, who do you know that would want microgreens? And he's like, I mean, most of these chefs have worked in this, this city for a while. So they know other chefs. Like, most chefs like to go out and party with each other. I mean, that's, I don't, I don't know. Like, you read Anthony Bourdain's book, right? Nope. Okay, so it's in our Audible, so you should check it out. But, I mean, Anthony Bourdain talks a lot about, like, kitchens. And uh, it's kind of like a party culture. And like Anthony Bourdain is clearly like he likes to drink, he likes to go out, they like to hang out. Like they, I mean, they love food, man. I mean, I love food. You love food, so mm-hmm. that's your that's your common ground right there. Talk to him about food, and um, so I don't know. I mean, it's different for me, but I mean, I usually, man, I just make just make people feel comfortable, and then I'm just like, hey, man, who do you know? Like it would help me out, and they already know my story, so now they're they're already telling me like. Well, I'm going to send your p- picture of your crops to this guy and this guy and give him your number. Let me know. And then I, every time I'm in there, I follow up. I'm like, hey, did you get a chance to talk to that guy? Oh, no, I will. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I always throw that in slightly, but then I talk about a lot of other shit, too. So, I mean, y- y- most times chefs know other people that work in other kitchens. So, that's mm-hmm. a good way to get leads into other restaurants. Yeah, we just don't have, like, tons of restaurants in my town. You know what I mean? Here's another thing. The number one form of entertainment in the Midwest, in Ohio specifically, is going out to eat. Yeah. So it's like it's a totally different. It's not, man, it's just it's hard. But I think I think that would work for a lot of people in the States. Um, unless you're in like the West Coast where there's ton, tons of shit to do besides go out and eat or drink beer. Mm-hmm. So, But that's what you got in Ohio. Unless you live on the lake and you can go fishing. Or, you know, you're into foraging and hunting. There's plenty of that here, but not a lot of people are into that stuff. So they like to eat. So try to give them good food. So just thought I'd throw that in there. I don't know how helpful that was or if you thought that was helpful, Scott. So That was helpful. It was good. Thanks, man. So yeah. uh, anyways, so that's, uh, that's, that's what I've been doing, man. 
Good. Um, no, you gotta keep that ball rolling. Rolling. Like it was good. Like as soon as you texted me or whatever and said that you were going through the course or showed me the pictures or whatever, I was just like, "Yep, good." But finally, at the same time, finally putting it, in the work, Drew. Yeah, what's, what's much. taking so long? You goddamn asshole! <laughs> no, I no man, I don't need to harp on you about about bad choices, but like that's the right choice. But you don't necessarily get praised for doing the work that you should have been doing the whole fucking time. I don't want you to praise me. <laughs> oh, Drew, you're the yeah. best. I don't. Best. I don't want you to praise me, man. <laughs> no, you know what I, I mean. Like, no? I like you um, telling me when I'm fucking up. Yeah, because I, I don't always do that. Because like I'm, I really. <laughs> I mean, I'm a pretty relaxed guy, Scott. Like, I put pressure on myself with sales, mm-hmm. and like, uh, and like this year, it's kind of, it's already kind of like I'm already, I'm already starting to move to that other, that other plane. But it's like, man, like if I'm going to do this full time, I want as many orders lined up before I even start growing. I know. <laughs> like, I want, I, I want this topic going, so I know immediately. When I'm when I'm doing the planning tool, I know immediately. Okay, I definitely am going to need forty pounds worth of, of salad mix a week, mainly you know the sal nova and that lettuce and all that shit for mm-hmm. for this restaurant, this restaurant, this restaurant. Said they need sixty, and they'll only buy from me if I can, you know, consistently bring them sixty pounds of lettuce a week. Is that what they said? Yeah. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. So, but I gotta, I gotta go back. I haven't eaten there in a while, but I don't know. They like, they like me because I take famous people to their restaurant and they, and I, they do Instagram with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we, we bring all the comics. I mean, I don't know, man. I try to, I try just try to tie everything together. Like that's, that's the key. Like everything that I'm doing, I'm trying to get it to complement one another. Mm-hmm. Because I was tired of like doing different shit and not having it in line with one another man that was the biggest issue with the podcast was it wasn't focused it was like i'm all over the place well i like comedy i like this i like that but it's like you know i'm i'm really scaling back with comedy shows i don't know if i'm even gonna do anymore i mean i might do ones i might bring some people up to toronto because it's fun and i like going to toronto it gives Mm -hmm. me a good reason to go but i don't man it's 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 such a bitch to do it in the city like so it's just like, man, I'm just focusing on farming right now. I mean, that's it. Like, this is what, I mean, I've already made that decision. This is what I want to do. And I can't do 24 weeks of a podcast and not be successful at it and be a bitch about it. Like, I mean, yeah, the, the idea is failing forward. Like, yeah, I'm making mistakes. But like, look, man, I mean, I don't want to look like an asshole on my own show. Oh, yeah. I thought you were definitely like when we first started doing this, I thought you were uh, way better planned than you were. Well, I was, but uh, the plan just totally fell through, and I had zero backup plans. Um, what was the original plan? You didn't do any. Yeah, the didn't... original plan was. I mean, it was pretty much really relied on Joel. That was the original plan. Oh yeah, and but like, you also didn't have, have like three, you didn't even have your backyard planned out. Like you didn't know how many beds you were gonna have. You didn't know. Yeah. You didn't really know anything like that, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like it's kind of funny because you get to pick how this whole story goes right yeah like and your actions pick it um so you got to choose like i thought it was going to be both of us come out here and fucking kill our farms and then we make a really good like path for like at least for someone else who's starting out right or they can look at it and then go oh yeah that was good or that was bad and then they can work on that and do it from there right yeah. because this content right now doesn't really exist where like like i'm legit doing this to go to have a career at this yeah 
You know what I mean? Like I want this to be like my my income source. So, um, yeah, I man. Did, I mean, I did as well, man. I mean, my pl- my plan really wasn't a very good one. I had mm-hmm. a plan. I mean, the the whole plan was based on we were, it was really heavily based on farmers markets, and then the restaurant thing was just going. Oh shit! I got this restaurant deal. And then it's like, well, I really want to stick with this plan of these farmers markets because we had like we were, we had three going at the same time, and we could all move a lot of product. So mm-hmm. it was like we were just going to piggyback off each other. Um, but then uh, just people fell through. Um, you know, Joel's Joel had a baby, and his landlord was like, "Oh yeah, you got to move." And then mm-hmm. the city sold one of his lots out from underneath him. And so it was just like everything, it just kind of went upside down. And I would totally just relied on Joel way too much. And um, it was just pretty much a, you know, it was pretty much a huge reality check that I need to do this. And then I started doing it. And um, I mean, I was making sales. And I, I mean, I'm still pretty happy with how much money I've made this year. But at the same time, I, I could have made a lot more for sure. But I'm not happy. I'm not happy with how much money I made. You're not, or you are? No, not really. Like, I mean, I just want that end goal of being able to be free from my job. So until I get to that goal, it doesn't really feel like I'm doing anything. You know what I mean? It just feels yeah. like treading water. Because, like, I see. Like, I, I don't feel like I'm treading water. Because oh no, I don't feel like I'm treading water. But I sorry, I don't feel like I'm treading water. But I yeah, I just like. Just like if if it doesn't get to that goal, it doesn't. None of it matters, right? Yeah, I I I don't. I, no, I don't think so. I don't think that's true at all. Because no, no because I mean, like, here's the thing, man. Let's say, like, uh, you know, you you told Diego, like, I'm not a good farmer, and the next three years, I'm I'm quitting my farm. But what what did you learn though from building a business and failing? Oh yeah, but I mean, it'd be much like I wanted. Like I'm doing this yeah. for a career, right? Yeah, no, for sure. And I think here's the thing too: is I was trying to. I've been trying to figure out. I knew I wanted to do this, and I knew I wanted to be a vegetable farmer because I thought it was cool. But you know, I didn't really. I didn't really see. All man, I didn't really. I, I knew I needed to have something, something else too. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's 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 it, it can't be. Here's the deal, man. I'm I'm just gonna be straight up. The sweet spot for this we already know is an acre, right? You go over an acre for just you. It, even an acre for just you is hard, really hard. So you're gonna probably have to get an employee, something like that, or or have have people that help you, and you have something worked out. So that scalability for an acre is a sweet spot. Like we we know that. Like if you you could try to do more, but then it's like okay, how much is this time for this? I mean, just like Eric Schultz just went from twenty one acres to two acres because he wanted to enjoy what he was doing more. And like like I was talking to him in the podcast, he's saying, you know, I want to enjoy this process of making the beds this time. Last time he just felt like. What am I doing? I, I feel like you know what I mean. I think he, I think he f- constantly felt overwhelmed, and mm-hmm. you know. So then he he started going more towards the way JM does it, and now you know he's just all in. He's really dialed in, and he's just really focused on like portable, 
infrastructure and everything like that. So, but so the whole point of what I'm trying to say is, you know, I want I want to enjoy this process. But for me, man, like I, I want to have a way to turn this into like a, a passive income structure or something in those regards. So like like Curtis, dude, like Curtis, Curtis is you know he didn't he figured out if I when he scaled up and he had two acres and then all of his city plots and then he figured out that. When the two acres got like crushed by a storm, that you know eighty percent of his profits were still coming from his city plot and his city plots. So he just he scaled back and just focused there, right? And then he went over. He created the course, which is he's still in the same same realm and in that same space, but now he's just leveraging his experience in a different way. And and I think that's that's so. I guess that's the point of what I'm saying is is it was like. Okay, I want to do this, but I know I'm going to need to leverage this another way. And I wanted to have that in my brain and kind of like, what is, you know, what, how could I use my skills to really leverage the space so then I could kind of put it all together and have like the end goal in my brain? And, uh, and I'm not, and, and I don't know. And I, and also too, when we first started this, like I knew I was going to make money, man, but it was like, it was mainly like I knew I needed to just do it. Like I needed, I needed, I needed to, well, I needed to put myself out there so I didn't look like a fucking idiot pretty much. Like, cause I've, I've, I've made so many commitments in my life, man, and not fall, followed through on them before, like I started this podcast. So that, that was kind of it. Like ever since I've started this podcast, we've always done what I said I was going to do. I'm not always the greatest at it, but you know, I've, I've, I've dabbled in a lot of stuff and this time it's like, okay just really dialing down, really kind of dialing in, in this farming zone and this space. And how could I, how could I, how could I write my own ticket in this space pretty much? So, and, and I, I don't want to talk about my main plan yet, but you know about my main plan. And now it's like, now I feel pretty good. And it's like, okay, I need to get fucking serious about this because I, and also too, I think I had a, I had a cushy job, man. Like, I think it's, you know, it was hard for me to to leave to look at my job where I make really good money and just say, but I hate it because it's like I have to sit in a chair all day and I'm kind of miser- miserable. Like I'm grateful for it, obviously, for multiple reasons. But you know, I, I needed to to think of, you know, uh, you know, I, I I needed to fully feel some pain and some experience. And and focus on like why I needed to why I needed to walk away from my job too, so I don't know if all that shit made sense, man. But that's that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, buddy. <laughs> hopefully that's people good. hopefully people can leverage off of what I just said. But I I don't want to be too goofy. This episode, this is our serious episode, Scott. Very serious. Very <laughs> very, very very serious. I don't know. No, that's not possible. We won't let that happen. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. So I, I think that's. I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, I, I, I want to. Like, I needed to to find. I needed to have more pain at work, and I think like now I'm actually getting it. So now it's like, you know, you say you're so miserable here. Then why aren't you working? Why aren't you planning more? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing this shit that Scott says you should probably be doing? So. That's it, man. 
So thank you, Scott, once again for being my friend and my accountability partner. Because I don't know, man, you bring a lot of value to my life, and uh, hopefully I return that same value. Yep, for sure. So, anyways, oh, sweet. What are you gonna do next week, or what? What about your week besides the dinner? Did you get um, any more sales? Did you get any more? No, restaurant man. Leads? I just um, I cleaned up my plot a lot. Um, that's what I did. Because I didn't have to go to the farmer's market. So I basically gained like two whole days that I was able to work. And I've had that for the past two weeks. Yeah. And so I've just got so much shit done around the house. Um, like around my farm. Like I cleaned up my whole everything. I need to clean up my shop still and build a new workbench out there. But then, man, I pretty much got everything done and built. And then I can, um, I really want to, um, I think I'm going to start doing the grocery store thing next year if I can. Yeah. So I want to get that set up and I want to get all my infrastructure set up so I can process all my stuff a lot more efficiently. So that means I got to build some more stuff and change stuff around. Um, I just cleaned up my plot, man. I, I went out and planted beds and uh, just did stuff like that. But I just put the time in on my farm. And then um, I knew I was probably going to be hungover today because I've been eating really good. And then I was yeah. got like, you know, you know, drank when I haven't drank for like a month, right? Um, so I haven't, didn't really do very much stuff today. I just uh, took my dog for a walk this morning and sent out my fresh sheets, but that was pretty much it, man. I kind of planned on that. So it was nice. It was like I haven't really had a day off, right? So um, it's nice taking like a whole day off where I didn't didn't do anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you, need, you need that. Yeah, everything's really cleaned up now, and it's like, it's pretty badass, man, my farm. It's really badass because everything's really efficient. I think I kind of want to start. Um, I think maybe I'll make a YouTube channel and start doing YouTube videos. You know, that's crazy. I think somebody said you should do that. I don't remember who. Oh, um, yeah. I think his name sounds a lot like Drew Sample. Oh, yeah? He said, hey, you know what would be cool is you could you could start doing these YouTube videos and then I could just put them in all the podcast episodes oh, in the show. Yeah, notes. but I didn't really have... I didn't really have, um, like, I don't know what kind of content I would put out. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I can, like, when I build stuff, I got my tool cart and stuff. But, like, um, like Curtis is already showing how to do all the market gardening stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I don't really need to do that because, like, he just knows the content way better. And, like, yeah. I don't know anything. I don't have any actual experience. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but the thing is, is that... Y- I think you're funny, so just be make it funny. Like I'm gonna oh, do. Yeah. No, I was just. Oh, you what? I I think I'm probably gonna do some like stupid commercials for my business because Cody and I like he'll come over and help me, and we're just goofing around the whole time. Like, like just different stuff, man. Like we're just being silly, and I think. Oh no! Like, I wanted to. I want to make like. I want to make like videos of like me building stuff. That's cool. Yeah. I want to make like videos, like building my tool cart and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's really cool. Put that on channel, and then I want to figure out something with that. Like, yeah, I've been kind of thinking about it, but that's just like that's just a whole other project with more time. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've got more time now because my things opened up, right? But I mean. I also got to focus on what pays the money, but I think what gets the money right now is just getting set up to be able to go to grocery stores for next season. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I've got, yeah, 
Yeah, it should be good. It kind of seems like it's all lining up, so. Well, Sweet. sounds good to me. Yeah, man. Um, this week. So, so that's what you're doing this week? Are you going to plan for the grocery stores? Are you going to talk to the grocery stores? Oh, yeah, I've already got a meeting with, um, with one of them. And then I'm going to go talk to them and take them a picture of like Curtis's greens that he posted the other day. Yeah. Where it's at the store and I can show them and I'll be like, look, it's going to be pretty much the exact same thing. Um, I can be at this price and you can sell them for this price. And then they'll be like, yep. Cause it's good, right? Like, yeah, they want to have the local stuff. Yeah. Um, man. And it's going to be the same price. So yeah, man, I think, I think it'll probably go pretty well. Yeah, there's a there's a grocery store that will buy mine. I need to. Uh, Do you guys have like farm market stores? So they're they're kick they're they're. they're we yes, do yes. like we got lots, man. We got like the little grocery stores that Curtis sells to. Yeah, uh, like they're like it's like a local grocery store for like that's Kelowna, but like yeah, man. There's like there's like three or four different like little local markets in my town. And then there's like as you get going to Vancouver, there's just more and more, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, man, there's like that's how people buy food here. That's how they buy their groceries. They go to the grocery store. People oh, don't like yeah. go to the farmers market. Like we get rain, we get rain a lot, right? Yeah. So like to have a good outside event is that's tough, man, because it's fucking always raining. So it's hard to get like um, people coming all the time. Absolutely. But the grocery store thing really interests me. That was kind of my whole business plan the whole time was the grocery store thing, but I just had to be able to produce consistently. You know what I mean? But just the way the year's gone, I really feel like that next year I can, um, I can produce consistently for sure. At least a smaller amount, but yeah, I feel like it's really attainable. I do too, man. I think, uh, and then I wouldn't have to go to the farmer's market either next year. I think I would just do grocery store and restaurant. I honestly, I don't want to mess with the farmer's market, but the only reason why I would is to get emails. Oh, yeah. emails yeah because I, I could i mean i could get into farmers markets and they would buy everything that i'm that i have mm-hmm. um but i need emails for sure i need to i talked to nathan this week he's gonna set up like a quick website for me where all it is is just like something quick and designed to um to catch emails because i i'd rather mm-hmm. sell directly to the customer and also i don't I don't want to deal with assholes, man. You got to deal with assholes at farmers markets. Like I, that's the thing that I hate about my job the most is, you know, people don't like my company that I work for because it's, I mean, it's really has a very low customer service rating. And so I'm a face of this company. So people have probably been, you know, shit on by the company I work for. So they're going to treat me like shit. It's just like, man, like Curtis, Curtis said it best. Like I only want to do do business with people that I can give up. That I can hug, and that's the same thing for me. Like I, I, I feel like a, you know, <laughs> you know, because I've been reading the one thing, and like the one thing that I think I could focus on that would probably make everything else line up is not to have to deal with ass or deal with assholes as little as possible. And so, because it would, so if you have to structure your life that way, um, you know, you'd have to be pretty efficient, pretty good at other things. But that's kind of a joke, but. Not really. Like I think that's. I think that was. You know, that's a good goal to have. Choose who you be. Have the ability to choose who I get to interact with on a regular basis. Yeah. 
Faux show. Faux show. But no, so we have a, there's a grocery store called Lucky's. It's out of Colorado and they really like local stuff. Like they have a good beer selection and they have good meats. But there's some like, there's a small butcher shop um, on the other side of town and I'm sure they, you know, they might sell like salads to go with it. So they might, that's a good, uh, that's a good area. Um, Joel found this spot near his spot, but this would be mainly for him, but it's still, you know, we want to divide and conquer the city that it's like this cool farm stand, but it's like the farm stand pretty much just turned into a place where they sell meat. It's like a mini grocery store out in the country, but they have like a ton of craft beer and they're building a bar and I don't know. There's a lot of opportunity, man. Like there's a lot of breweries that we have like 30 something breweries now and they all want fresh food and fresh salads. So cool, man. I, I don't know. Like it's, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm, I'm hitting the, the, I'm, I'm going to show up before the wave and hopefully mm-hmm. I can capitalize on it. Good. That's my goal. Cool. So, um, what I'm going to get done next week, I'm going to do some more parts in the course. I'm going to, I got to get figured out what I'm going to do in the backyard. Cause I would like to, I would, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about doing some fall spinach. Um, cause I could do fall spinach out there and maybe get some fall crops. Um, just to just keep giving the one restaurant some produce. You know what I mean? And I gotta, I gotta get this lettuce. I gotta crop out some lettuce and replant some new lettuce and stuff like that. So I'm going to get that stuff done. Thanks. So we are we done here? What are we doing? You what are you doing? No, just, I'm good with my week. Yeah, I'm just um I'm just gonna keep going, man. I said it. I've already got my restaurant or my true. grocery store you thing did lined up. Say that. So yeah. I spent I was in the sun all day today. So oh, yeah, that's my excuse. Making excuses. <laughs> Drew Sample ah. excuse cast. Check it out. <laughs> Anyways, guys. So we really appreciate you listening. I appreciate all the feedback you all give me. Um, and Scott does too. So mm-hmm. please keep doing that. Um, but if you want some local craft meats, Greg Burns took a great picture with uh, some of these brats, these uh, forest raised craft. That was meat. a good picture. Yeah, I mean it's it it's it was delicious. He made me eat like eight of the like I think I ate like six of those. He made me eat them. I ate so much food last night. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was just like. Boom, boom, boom. I was just eating everything. It was so good. Everything was local and fresh, right? That's so Cooked good. by awesome chefs. So yeah. it was neat. That is that is pretty neat. Um that's awesome. Uh yeah, I so if you want that, um get on the list. He's just sold out of his turkey Thanksgiving turkeys. He still has some heritage birds like whole chickens you can get. Um he's also still shipping comfrey Bocking four and fourteen of Comfrey. Or he calls it comfrey. Um, so you can email him. You don't have to, if you don't want to mess with Facebook, which I totally understand. Um, it's just nature's image farm um, at gmail.com. There's no apostrophe. Or um, just click on the link and message him on Facebook and he will ship the comfrey anywhere. We are also, if we are also, whatever that I was trying to say there, um, if you want to get some cool permaculture shit, Grant Schultz always has that newfarmsupply.com. Save 20%. Use code word sample. Uh, and also, just like we talked about the course today. So you can save $100 if you click on the link in the show notes. And that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>